Hey guys, this is Gina Versa. Uh, have another episode of uh, TV Hangouts. We're uh, talking Star Trek Picard again. We're examining the uh, episodes four, excuse me, five through eight, um, which just episode eight just aired at the date of this recording last night. Um, thanks for listening. And I'm joined by the show by good friend and good friend of mine, uh, good friend of the show, Sina Almasian. How are you doing, Sina? I'm doing well, thanks. Glad, glad to be on the show. Yeah, glad to have you on. Uh, I remember you were on a few times back, way back when we were first starting, you know? And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's cool to have you back because you're always uh, listening. Yeah, it's been a long while, but a uh, big fan, big fan of the show. Uh, I almost want to say that cheesy line, you know, long-time listener, first-time caller, but... <laughs> I mean, you can. I mean, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling. Uh, but yeah. uh, it's. Uh, no, I'm glad. I'm glad to be on the on the show. Um, and um, you know, Star Trek's always been something I've been uh, really interested in, and it's been kind of actually really important to me, specifically like the Next Generation, and specifically yeah. Picard. So mm-hmm. glad to be talking uh, the the new version of Picard for the yeah you know, for this. You know, for this decade instead of the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, tell us a little bit, a bit about yourself. Uh, uh, yeah, if, no, if anyone hasn't listened to the early episodes where you were on. Sure. So um, I'm an old friend of Gene's. Um, I'm actually I'm actually not. Uh, I'm um, I'm not in Los Angeles. I'm based out of San Francisco now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, I've always um you know, been a big fan of kind of like the, you know, the movies as well as just, uh, you know, television, yeah. um, especially things like Star Trek. And, um, you know, I've always been, um, you know, Gene and I, you know, I remember even back in high school, we were always really into kind of into the movies. And oh, yeah. obviously Gene has a, he's a, he's a pursued it a lot better than I have. But, um, you know, I've tried to stay involved. I think one of the more exciting projects that, you know, that Gene is working on recently that I've been able to to be a producer on is this kind of is this interesting project uh, Vera, which is mm-hmm. uh, actually kind of a sci-fi um, type project that you know I'm really excited about to be involved with, and yeah. you know, I know Gene's been doing a lot of work on it, so yeah, still am, still am, yeah. So and this is I guess uh, you know we're uh, fulfilling some of the rewards for Vera, and this was your uh, thing to be on the podcast, so yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, and we've known each other since uh, grade school too, so you're. If listeners do not know, uh, Sina is probably my oldest longtime friend. So yeah, but about 15 years. <laughs> 15 years, Jesus Christ. But uh, speaking of history, can you tell us a little bit about your um, uh, history with the show Star Trek? How you started watching? Um, yeah, fill us in. Sure. So it's it's actually kind of funny. Um, I, and I, I originally, <laughs> as I I guess most people, my first interaction was with the. Uh, original star trek right with like uh, william shatner george takei etc and the reason i used to watch that one is because um it used to come on at like 5 a.m when my mom would be like <laughs> corralling us all to get up mm-hmm. and she would put the tv on and always be on the same channel every morning and it was always you know william you know cap captain kirk and spock etc kind of going on whatever adventures of the week mm-hmm. um and so, you know, that was my first intro to kind of intro to Trek. The other yeah. the other part of it, too, was that my mom's a big fan. Like, uh, it escapes me. I think it's Star Trek, the fourth movie where they where they have to save the whales. Yes. Yeah. Star Trek, the voyage home, which is directed by uh, Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. 
And I, I, my mom always liked that one. I always liked it too because there's like all those. There's like a lot of kind of uh, kind of touching parts, and there's also like the funny parts where Scotty's trying to interact with the with the computers of the time. Yeah, uh, you know, because you know, yeah, that movie just a little. Sorry, I was just gonna go off uh, and say just that movie. It gets a lot of flack. Oh, it's a comedy, but I don't know. I don't think it's it has comedy elements, but I don't see it as a comedy. Um, because that movie, you know, it, it's kind of a part of this like unofficial trilogy of Wrath of Khan, Search for Spock, and The Voyage Home, and that one really kind of gives like the Kirk in particular and the Starfleet um, team of the Enterprise of the Enterprise uh, kind of their hope again because it's how they start being hopeful. Right. Yeah. I agree. And then. You know, and then I got kind of introduced to the next generation, mostly, you know, at this point, <laughs> next generation, you know, by the time I was a kid, I think it already gone off the air and was in uh, in rerun mode. Yeah. I used to watch that in the in the evening. And mm-hmm. what I liked about that one is that it was like a completely, you know, Kirk, Kirk always kind of struck Captain Kirk always kind of struck me as like a, mm-hmm. a swashbuckling guy, but he wasn't like a wasn't a guy I could like trust and really want to like kind of work with and serve under if you know if mm-hmm. i were in starfleet and i always got yeah. that sense from captain picard right like this kind of stoic takes his takes the sacrifices that he and others have to make very seriously kind of mm-hmm. really really takes the hard decisions that he does that he makes to heart you know and yeah you know tries to kind of do things in an upstanding way and mm-hmm. um just how he and like the bridge crew all kind of interact like I'll, i've always liked his um relationship with like Riker or um you know and how they you know how he interacts with like um commander laforge and data mm-hmm. especially and that's yeah they have such a great history so you were more into you would say uh, the next generation yeah, I've, that that to this day, that's the one I still I still watch. I've actually been watching a lot of it lately, just because mm. you know I you know I you only get Picard once a week, so um, yeah. you know on all the other days I kind of catch up on on Next Generation. You know, yeah. a big a big thing of mine too is just uh, <laughs> you know just the different arcs everyone goes through. Like Captain C- Picard has like this you know kind of large arc throughout the the series, right? Where mm-hmm. he, like, we're introduced to him, he seems kind of like an unfeeling <laughs> man. Yeah. Um, so you have well, like it's very stoic, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, but then you have like the Borg assimilation, right? And I think I think that changed him in a very meaningful way. Mm-hmm. And then I would say the other like ex, you know kind of transformational experience I think for him was uh, the Inner Light episode, which I watched relatively recently because I really mm-hmm. like it. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I was a huge huge fan of. Uh, next generation you know and that's and that's why i was so excited when we got to see, we got to see kind of like the i guess the later chapters of the, the great captain's life yeah yeah exactly and uh so i'm safe to say that's your favorite captain captain picard oh yeah by far i mean yeah. it's, it's not it's not <laughs> to say one is one is bad and one right. is good it's just to say yeah. that one is one is better in my opinion okay well, for sure because yeah uh, if you listen to the previous episode i'm leaning more towards captain kirk because i think uh, restating i think kirk's uh he gets a lot of bad rap for being uh, reckless but he's not reckless i think he just takes a lot of calculated risks is my uh opinion yeah i you know I, I think i think sometimes i think picard you know he 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 rolls the dice too, but yeah, yeah, much exactly. more at home. I think he's much more at home playing the the diplomat. 
more than anything. He's a very reluctant yeah. warrior. Mm-hmm. And then they make him uh, a ro- uh, they make him a ro- warrior in uh, first contact for some reason. <laughs> they make him like an action hero. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you know, in certain yeah. situations, right? So. Gotta get your hands dirty. But exactly. yeah, no, cool, cool. And then, uh, yeah, um, so Cena, just going right into it, um, we're talking episode five, which is called Stardust City Rag, which was uh, directed by Jonathan Frakes, who is uh, Riker, who we'll talk about later. And it's kind of uh, reminds me of, uh, you know, you see this casino planet, um, and, uh, you know, you're... Um, you know, you see this casino planet and like, you know, you kind of reminded of some of the funnier episodes of uh, Star Trek The Next Generation, like all the, well, you know, all the stuff where they're on the holodeck, you know, getting all these exotic locations, you know? Right. Yeah, like the episodes, I, mm-hmm. I, forget the, I forget the name, but it's basically Dick Tracy is the character yeah. he plays. Yeah, basically. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it does remind me of those episodes. It also like in a weird cross-universe way, I couldn't help but think about, what is a Canto Bite from um, mm-hmm. Last Jedi. But yeah, a little bit. It has some... A little some bit. Just like, well, just the, the concept of, like, a casino pleasure planet. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not something... That's not unlike some planets that we even saw in Next Generation. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when they go on shore leave, some of these... When, uh, what is it? When Picard meets that, like, lady posing as, like, an archaeologist? Or I yeah. forget the exact storyline, but that was that was actually on one of, like, the pleasure planets. So. Yeah. Um, it was really interesting to see. I thought I was very amused by the, uh, uh, you know, putting on the uh, very elaborate disguises to go uh to go meet the uh the lady mm-hmm. to do the to do the trade yeah it's pretty uh it's pretty wild but uh, mm-hmm. uh overall i like the episode you know it's kind of like this uh immersive feels it felt like a little bit like they're getting sidetracked you know like a side quest mm-hmm. then right a little bit and there's been a lot of kind of side there's been a, kind of like a handful of side quests actually thus far mm-hmm. in the show and yeah they've been i think they've Is been there- yeah i mean they're trying to get maddox who's uh from an earlier star trek episode um so yeah i mean i mean it's kind of essential but you know i mean with uh well let's talk about uh seven of nine because that's who we see again too right so we saw her yeah we saw her at the end of the last episode but yeah she has like a full like full role here yeah I mean, I, I I had never I had to be like full disclosure. I never really watched. Uh, she was on Voyager, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I never watched Voyager as much, um, but you know, I, I always knew of her character because because so distinct. It kind of a, yeah. it's kind of nice because she kind of serves as like a little bit of the bridge of like. Um, Kind of just to mm-hmm. you know Picard having you know been of the Borg what is it Locutus yeah wow okay. right mm-hmm. so I think she's like a nice bridge of like um you know the human Borg interface interaction or whatever whatever however you want to characterize it just how they mm-hmm. uh, just having that transition and um, this kind of jumps the gun a little bit I always liked that Hugh was kind of kind of similar played a similar role right yeah yeah exactly. And, uh, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, did you like Voyager? What are, your, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I just, you know, the honest truth, it's, it's actually a pretty lame, lame response. <laughs> okay. Just like, 
I like last generation, uh, not the last gen, the next generation so much mm-hmm. that I just never really gave Voyager that much, that much attention. Yeah. Yeah. Same yeah. kind of the same, same issue with DS9. Um, I never, I didn't really care for Cisco from the beginning, and mm-hmm. you know, kind of hard to, to yeah. over. Besides, what's his name? The actor's like kind of crazy in real life, probably. What? Uh, something like that. He's not the, uh, the nicest person, or uh, you know, the I don't know. He seems a little out there. Uh, I see. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, Avery Brooks. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah. Yeah. No, but I, you know, I like that episode, and then it's, um, I think, I think that's the episode where we find out, um, or we get a little bit of a, mm. of um, an insight, or we get the reveal, right, of the, of the doctor, the, what's her name? I forget her name, the, the woman that comes along with them at the last minute. Yeah. Um, you know, we get her uh, her reveal with Maddox, right? And mm-hmm. it's uh, it was kind of surprising. I didn't, you know, see it was kind of out of left field for me. I don't know yeah. what, what were your thoughts on that. Uh, with uh, the death of Maddox. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it was because um, I, I really liked that character of um, Allison Pilla uh, Girardi. I mean, she seemed like a, like I don't know, like a cool like researcher, kind of nerdy. Right. And then she's like, oh, lone murder. <laughs> but, right. uh, yeah, uh, you know, it's, um, yeah, it was really, it took me off guard, I would say. Yeah, and it was kind of, it was kind of nice, I think, in terms of, like, a story decision, because mm-hmm. initially she kind of seemed out of place there, right? Like, yeah, she was, like, very overeager. Exactly, and it was kind of interesting to see it kind of sour really quick, really mm-hmm. quickly for her. Yeah. And also just kind of that that extra mystery of like what the hell was going on there, right? Like mm-hmm. you, you as the viewer, kind of asking that question. And, you know that, and you know, I was already going to tune into the next episode, but I was a lot more, uh, mm-hmm. a lot more excited to see like what exactly yeah. is going on here. Like, what's the deal here? Yeah, uh, I do sometimes get confused <laughs> about the uh, about the uh, the holograms of the mm-hmm. Rios. Um, yeah, his a uh, little hologram guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised the hologram, the hologram guy didn't just tell on her immediately and be like, "Hey, like Maddox is dying." But mm-hmm. yeah, we'll let that one slide for the sake of the story. But yeah, um, did you like episode five? Like, I, I felt like it, it you know, because I, I, I've been liking, I liked the first couple episodes of Picard, but I felt like the, with this episode, it really found its groove, you know, because it was a little slow at the beginning of the season. There was a lot of setup, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, but I think it really, uh, it kind of really took off a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, episode five was really when the balls, when all the, when the ball started getting rolling, the ball started rolling, right? Like mm-hmm. you get to like, what the hell is like, she just do like, what's Girardi doing? Like, yeah, you know, et cetera. Right. So, um, and it kind of brought in some like real kind of lethality to it, right? I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had um, we had what's her name, uh, Dodge dying early uh, on. Right? Yeah, that was yeah that was a uh, as we talked about in the last episode, a uh, pretty big surprise I felt. Right, like I didn't I didn't expect that at all. Like mm-hmm. you just mur- this guy is just just merc Dodge. Like I thought she was kind of <laughs> yeah. the main character. That's- 
yeah, I thought she was going to be, you know, a big thing. Yeah, and she got murked, and I'm like, all right, this show's not afraid mm-hmm. of just uh, just going the other way. And, you know, they kind of did that again when they, like, uh, you know, when Ma- when Maddox got taken out by, you know, who would have guessed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it keeps, keeps you guessing a little bit, which is yeah. just always nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, you know, I, I, I like the episode, like, Things things start speeding up a bit. You, we didn't get as many like 15 year flashbacks. Yeah. So it's kind of nice to be kind of in the groove of things. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And uh, yeah, um, but yeah, great episode. Um, and then do to do. You know, all the stuff with Rafi was really interesting, and you know, I think she's a really interesting character, Rafi, even though. Uh, as our previous guest Nathan said, Picard kind of screws her over a few times, where it's just like he leaves her, and he recruits her on this crazy ass mission, you know. Yeah, Rafi is like, it feels like we kind of like pick up and drop her storyline. I guess mm-hmm. that's that's just like representative of how, how like maybe she feels like Picard picks her up and drops her all the time. Yeah. Um, I think her storyline right is like one of like upset like very like um all i guess all-consuming uh obsession right because she wants yeah. she has this great conspiracy theory about what really happened on mars and it mm-hmm. and i guess you know we maybe had assumed that she didn't have a family but it turns out she did and that she basically like you know really damaged her relationships there in pursuit yeah. of her uh in the pursuit of um, you know proving her conspiracy theory, right? Which you know, mm-hmm. I guess, as it's unfolding, isn't as much of a conspiracy theory as it is like spot on. Yeah. But uh, um, you know, I guess this shows that there's a there's a cost, mm-hmm. and I think uh, in a weird way, a lot of um, a lot of the initial part of the series seem to be showing the maybe the human cost of just what, of what Picard does sometimes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, which I sometimes, which I, I kind of, sometimes I struggle with because I think like, you know, him as a character, when you think him back to the next generation, you know, he wasn't a flippant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wasn't a flippant person. Right. And he didn't, you know, he took things very seriously, but I mean, <laughs> when you have a career that spans decades and spans light years, um, you mm-hmm. know, maybe something slipped through the cracks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, it was, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was interesting to see her, her interaction with like her strange son. But mm-hmm. I would say like, generally speaking, I don't, I, you know, we'll see how that, if, how that comes back, if at all later in the season, but mm-hmm. you know, it was something that was interesting. Was it essential? I'd probably say probably not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. What were your thoughts? Um, yeah, I just, I just felt like it was just a fun, fun episode that you know, cool to see Seven of Nine. Uh, she was so uh, badass and everything, and she uh, really had some unexpected things. But yeah, it was, yeah, it was great. Um, and I guess just moving on to the second one, the Impossible Box. Um, we see more of uh, Saji. Um, kind of uh you know see uh more into her uh sort of world um 
What, what, are, you, what are your thoughts on uh, Sanji? Because you're a little hesitant on the character. Yeah, she's... Um, the the blunt way of putting it is um, her character at, at through that through that episode had been a little boring, right? Okay. Like you weren't, yeah, you just didn't really find her too engaging because it's just kind of, you know, she's just kind of trying to figure, I mean, it's not so much figure herself out, but then it's more like this like romance sub- subplot with her being kind of like seduced almost. Right. Know? Yeah. And there's, there's also just the element of, um, you know, the viewer, Narek, um, pretty much, Mm-hmm. You know, the viewer and Eric both know what's going on, and you kind of feel like yeah. uh, she's more of a plot device than a character in a weird way. Right, right. Um, I actually got a little more invested in, like, what's, what's like, Narek's deal, you know? Like, what's the yeah. deal with him and his sister? Yeah, it's kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm like... Fucking creeper, yeah. Sorry? I said that, uh... Um, I said that, that character's such a fucking creeper, you know? He's kind of... Uh, trying to uh, kind of manipulate this uh, this woman that's barely you know uh, barely uh, like years old you know it's kind of uh, ugh, gives me the creeps. Yeah, he's. I mean, it, it it's odd, but I guess you have to. I think part of it, right, is like the setup for the rest for like the other episodes where she has to have that betrayal, mm-hmm. right, and that kind of like very um, shocking discovery of who what she really is, right. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess through a betrayal like Narex is uh mm-hmm. is um is, you know is, I guess is an efficient way to, yeah. to do that right. I did really appreciate though the I guess the juxtaposition of I guess Narek's approach to things versus mm-hmm. um how is that maybe how his sister or however you know how other people in, in the organization. I keep calling yeah. them the Tal Shiar, but I know they're technically not the Tal Shiar, the Javash. Yeah. <laughs> the Javash. And so uh, Nathan, our previous guest, uh, was kind of like saying it's kind of like a Russian, a uh, little Russian doll, because there's a secret society <laughs> in a secret society. Yeah. It's, you know, I can't wait till the next reveal, you yeah. know, like there's an inside cabal of the Javash, <laughs> you know. Um, but um, just the. Uh, you know, and then then the the you know the name of the episode is what the 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 impossible box is that mm-hmm. what it's called? Yeah. And you know, I just liked kind of his his little storyline, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of like, you know, how he, he approaches things with a lot more subtlety, right? Yeah. And yeah. he kind of gets what he wants without going in. You know, you don't go in the front door, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, he kind of uh. He kind of embodies a very, very Romulan way of doing things, not in terms of like the there's certain elements of like brutality sometimes, but I think mm-hmm. in terms of just like the very elaborate, nuanced way of thinking yeah. about, you know, approaching a problem or thinking about things. Yeah, exactly. Um, kind of changing gears here. What did you think of uh, seeing you again, which is, you know, a fan favorite character and just a little like um, I was reading online, the actor that plays him, like the little hug he has, like Picard, that was unscripted. They just kind of like improvised it because in the script, it was just kind of like they would just, oh, it's good to see you. But it's like, yeah, this is uh, how much Picard helped, you know, this person and changed his life. Yeah, I mean. Hugh Hugh's storyline overall is, is interesting, right? He's like yeah. the, the lost Borg they recover and, and then you know they help 
kind of restore his identity and humanity right and mm-hmm. um you know we lose we lose track of him after that episode but then we uh we revisit him later when um data's brother lore is kind of <laughs> taking over uh, a hive yeah. of of borg right mm-hmm. who um you know it turns out that hugh had kind of um I wouldn't say infect. I guess you could say infected, but he had, I guess, corrupted the Borg he was with, and they kind of became disassimilated, mm-hmm. um, but weren't really sure how to adapt to yeah. uh, to their independence, right? And mm-hmm. there was, um, you know, when when he encountered um, some of the bridge crew, there was mm-hmm. uh, there was that there was a tone of resentment, right, of just you know because he didn't he didn't know what it meant to be independent, right? But mm-hmm. I think even when you see that in the episode, you know, it's kind of about, you know, they're trying to save the card and you kind of see him kind of come into his own. And he has this long, he has this long arc right in between that. Mm-hmm. We also just didn't really see as much or, you know, he, you know, he's able to kind of fully recapture his humanity. And, yeah. Um, and, you know, and now that he, and now that he has it right now that he's, fu- you know, he's fully realized it to, you know, to probably to the extent that he can, it's like, you know, it's, it's like what a gift he got from mm-hmm. Picard, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then just again, you know, just having, um, cause you know, Picard went through a similar arc in like a much more abbreviated mm-hmm. sense and he was, he yeah. wasn't a Borg for very long, but you know, the journey from, you know, being Picard to Locutus back to some version of Picard. And, you know, there was his, um, mm-hmm. his, his, the episode of him and his brother Robert kind of recovering, trying to recover yeah, and make that's... sense of what happened to him. Mm-hmm. That's um, a really great episode. I'd recommend, uh, the yeah. Star Trek episode family. Yeah. yeah. That's a great one. And, um, you know, just thinking about, <clears throat> you know, just how it's, it's a callback, right? It's like, mm-hmm. not only is there Hugh, like, you know, he was a character in the next generation, but also just thinking about, you know, what it means to recover your humanity after, yeah. uh, after yeah, it's exactly. been stripped from you. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And yeah. Um, yeah, it was a great storyline. So yeah, this, this episode, it was such a great callback. Um, I was really, you know, digging it. Uh, yeah. And then just kind of like the cliffhanger too, of Elnar and uh, Hugh going to hold off these, uh, you know, the, the Romulans that was, you know, got me on my edge of my seat, I would say. Yeah. I was, I was, I was kind of curious, like what was going to happen, you know, are they going to be like sleuthing throughout the cube, mm-hmm. trying, to, <clears throat> trying to figure things out, kind of rate, or is there going to be some sort yeah. of race against time if the Romulans decide to start, you know, mm-hmm. doing stuff to the Borg. I was really like, oh, I'm like, all right, what's going to happen here? What are the, what is it? What is this duo going to do? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I guess that leads us to the next episode, which was, uh, Nef- um, which um, had uh, Riker back in Troya. Um, yeah, I, I love this episode. This is like probably my favorite so far. Um, we get to see Dad Bod R- Riker, <laughs> who's kind yeah. of uh, kind of gained some weight, but then you know put some gray in his beard, and you know I think he looks good, right? Yeah, I mean he you know he's he's, he's Riker, and you know Jonathan Frakes has always been like a pretty uh, he's had he's always had a good. Um, he projects a really good personality on oh, the screen. Yeah. You know? I love Jonathan Franks. Like he's, and do, you know, do all the memes of Jonathan Franks from uh, was it that Sci-Fi Channel show? Just oh, like, the Beyond Belief. Beyond oh, Belief. That's great. Yeah. Oh, he it kills was, it on that show. <laughs> yeah. Everything yeah. about him is great. Um, a, and yeah, yeah, he's he's great. Um, what do, what did you think of seeing uh, Riker back after all these years? 
Uh, I thought it was pretty great. I've been kind of waiting to see um, someone else from the past besides uh, besides Data, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, um, and it was kind of you know it's, it was nice to see Riker and see Troy. Um, yeah. Um, you know, later in life, it's kind of funny. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Riker, you you recognize him as Riker. I, I didn't mm-hmm. recognize I initially. If you told me like, is that is that Troy? I would look at her. I'm like, oh, it might be Troy. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's kind of funny just how Jonathan Frakes just has looked like Jonathan Frakes for the past 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and then uh, Troy, and then yeah, just seeing their daughter again. Uh, I've seen their daughter. It was such a nice little thing, and you know, the tragedy of um, <clears throat> of son. just. Yeah, they're fun. That was heartbreaking. Yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot of layers to that to that episode, mm-hmm. and that was, that was kind of an interesting one. You know, they 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 had to deal with some real loss, and mm-hmm. you know, there, I guess there's a you know there's a re, they have something to lose in the form of their daughter, and that's why you know, while yeah. they'll be hosts to Picard, you know, I guess you know this is an adventure <laughs> they're not gonna yeah uh, join. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just uh, just Jonathan Frakes' presence alone, you know, made yeah. it, you know, made it really enjoyable, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the pizza, the pizza, the the endeavors to make pizza were pretty pretty amusing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would. I, I was gonna ask you. So, what do you uh, would you have uh, his pizza like? Well, his cooking looked great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was making like the sausage from scratch, right? So I'm mm-hmm. like, right, so you know, this this guy, this guy's serious about it, right? Yeah. So. Uh, I, I would have liked to have heard some trombone playing, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, can't he can't have everything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. And uh, yeah, and also just seeing uh, when he realized his friend was in trouble, just seeing him like put up the shields and all that. You know, you really felt like you were back on that bridge, right? Definitely felt like just like when we're back on back on the Enterprise, number one base, saying shields up. You know, shields up, yeah, number one. <laughs> Yeah. So you know, it was great to see. Um, Soji was a little was a little challenging to like mm-hmm. in that episode. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, she, yeah, she's definitely going through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know that they chose to make her kind of a a petulant person in that episode was an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. But I guess it, it it is hard to to imagine like what the hell would a person who has no actual idea how are they like a person who finds out that they don't have like an actual identity yeah, like deal absolutely. with that right mm-hmm. so it, it, it was interesting to see and i think i think there's been an undercurrent in this series maybe it's not mm-hmm. even an undercurrent it's probably more overt than that of trying yeah. to trying to humble the the arrogant picard a little bit Right. Yeah. I mean, that kind of goes with, uh, you know, back to the, you know, because we were talking on the last episode kind of uh, how the Starfleet and the Federation, like, uh, you know, kind of let go of its ideals kind of became like uh, really not corrupt, but, you know, certainly uh, heartless almost. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. These institutions and people kind of getting full of themselves. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it's. You know, I think, you know, this is just my opinion. I'm like, you know, Picard can be an arrogant, you know, he, he has there's a little bit of an arrogance about him. But I bit, think, yeah. but I think it comes from, it's like the right, <laughs> if there's like a such thing as the right kind of arrogance, like being arrogant because you're like, you know, that you have like 
you're always trying to look out for to do like the absolute right thing yeah in the like best possible way i'm like well Picard's never like arrogant that he thinks he's better than you just because of like whatever exogenous reasons, right? Like mm-hmm. looks or whatever, or even intelligence. He, yeah. he just yeah. has a self assured sense of, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think morality and ethics, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think he likes to, you know, he sees things very, you know, what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah. Uh, he's not afraid to kind of just lay it down you know, whatever your, whatever political or otherwise reasons you may have for doing what he thinks is the wrong thing just isn't, yeah. isn't going to be acceptable, right? <laughs> yeah, love that. Well, you know, we always love Picard because I think Picard uh, has a good heart at the end of the day. You know, any last thoughts on this, on seeing Riker, seeing, uh, oh, you know, the death of you, that, yeah, that was really sad, you know? Well, yeah, that, that that was very that was very emotional. I was really pulling for for him and uh, Alnor mm-hmm. during during that fight, and I thought I thought Alnor was going to get the best of uh the best of um the Romulan the Romulan agent, but yeah, you know she pulled a fast one on him and mm-hmm. couldn't couldn't catch it in time. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. RPG. But I mean, it was, uh, you know, it was a very human moment, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Think Just, about it, right? Like the yeah. self, self mm-hmm. it, was, it was a sense of like self-sacrifice and a sense of, uh, you know, just put, he was putting his life on the line to, to try to, you know, save the other Borg or, you know, mm-hmm. so, you know, it was, it was nice to see. And it was, it was, um, you know, it was, you know, you're sorry to see the character go, but it was, you know, yeah. it, it felt like the, you know, felt like an acceptable way to kind yeah. of see him off. Yeah, exactly. R.I.P. Hugh. R.I.P. R.I.P. Hugh. Yeah, I guess just the, you know, episode that just as of this recording um, premiered last night um, of this uh, show, where you know this is like we see the ramifications of uh, Girardi's actions episode in episode eight, broken pieces. And, uh, yeah, this was, and seeing the Brit there, this particular crew kind of interact and everything really felt like the series kind of came to its own. Right. So we finally have, we mm-hmm. finally got Picard kind of reuniting with Rios and, uh, Girardi and, yeah. you know, Soji's kind of introduced. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we kind of get, uh, you know, Rios kind of withdraws and we have like this little, this little mystery, right, of, um, mm-hmm. what's, her, what's, what's, um, you know, of, um, what's her name again? The, yeah. She's kind of trying to piece together what's going on with Rios by using oh. the different holograms. Uh, yeah, Rafi. Rafi, yeah. Rafi's putting that together. I don't know why. I just had a had a senior had a joe biden moment uh <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> yeah uh, uh, i don't want to think of real world things right now <laughs> but anyways R- R- raffi is um you know there's like that neat little side plot right of raffi trying to piece together like what the hell's going on with rios yeah and then we have we have picard being like once again, this is kind of like, you know, I like I've liked the series so far, but I'm like for a man who was always so um, so shrewd and, you know, cunning and able to kind of see through the the machinations of like the Romulans and the Cardassians and the, you mm-hmm. know, even in the when he's dealing with the different factions within the Klingon Empire, it's 
No, he's not a he's not a dolt, and he's not one that you oh, can really yeah. pull a fast one on, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just a little a little surprising to see him being like so taken aback that like yeah. Drew, you know, because it was there was always something kind of off about her suddenly. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like everything kind of fell into peace with this episode. And uh, it's also written by uh, Spider-Man 2 uh, screenwriter Michael Chebin. And uh, yeah. Uh, and then also, too, finally, uh, some someone in Starfleet listens to Picard. What do you think of that? Yeah. She, I feel like I wonder if her character <laughs> can go to a scene without dropping the F-bomb. But. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. They're going to get like all these uh, Star Trek fans where they're like, you can't say the f fucking star trek which yeah. is like ugh, i don't know what to say about that criticism I well, don't. well when you go back to next generation a lot a lot of the interactions were very formal right yeah and i guess you know if you're just used to that flavor of of command right i guess you know like i guess my takeaway to be honest is that like starfleet's like this old bloated um institution now where like someone like that can make it to the mm-hmm. top it's kind of yeah. like what i get out of it right of like mm-hmm. just kind of this because i think on one level she's still be a, she's supposedly supposed to be a foil of like oh look at how arrogant and stuffy and whatever picard mm-hmm. is at the same time i'm like well just look at how like unput together starfleet is like under a veneer of like formality right yeah yeah so, I mean, like, Starfleet doesn't scream competence throughout this mm-hmm. entire series, right? No. Any last thoughts on this episode, Tina? Um, well, now we know there's, like, a planet of Soju, so mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting to see what's going on there. Um, you yeah. know, that, it was really nice that the whole, like, let's find out what's going on with Rios actually had, like, a pretty, pretty interesting ending to it, mm-hmm. right? And it kind of tied together the main plot. Um... You know, just kind of excited to see what's going to happen, what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and um, yeah, I guess that that will lead us into these like final two episodes, which you know everything about with all the Borg and everything. It's yeah, interesting to see what's going to happen. Yeah, it all. Any, come uh, together. Yeah, it's all coming together. Um, yeah, I guess I guess this uh, kind of concludes our uh, episode. Cena, uh, where can uh, people find you at your social media? Um, not a huge social media user, but, uh, you know, I'll defer (laughs) it of like, uh, you know, um, you know, be sure to, to follow, follow Gene and kind of keep up with his projects. He's always kind of got a lot of interesting stuff that he's working on and, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll be, I'll be involved, uh, here and there. And, uh, you know, I'm always a big fan of the show and, um, you know, it's fantastic to be, I got to say it was fantastic to be a guest after, after, uh, after a long hiatus. (laughs) <laughs> yeah no of course we'll definitely have you back on again man um but yeah cool um you can find me on uh twitter and instagram g9 g9892 you can follow the waffle press on twitter at the waffle press instagram the waffle press podcast please like share subscribe on youtube soundcloud and itunes and if you're feeling generous um go to our patreon and uh you know if you have a few extra dollars send it there Uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, We've been professionally unprofessional.